You're listening to Worst of the Worst Podcast. I'm Matt, and with me as always is Maddie. What's happening? And online today, we have John. Hey. How's it going, guys? All good. All good. How are you doing? Going great. Not too bad. How are you, Matt? I'm good. Did you guys hear the, the big news? What? The big news is we have a website, boys. Oh, right. Yeah, that is big news. Oh. Massive news. Oh, shit. I don't know that. I We've got know a that. working, that functioning website. I don't know. I think, I think, I think I did most of the work, but that's fine. Maddie helped a little bit. Maddie I was there. And I gave model support, and he actually gave some pretty, pretty constructive feedback on, yeah. on the website. I mean, Maddie's Maddie's great for stress testing. You know what I mean? Like Maddie, <laughs> where, where, where would you find the episodes in this website? Go. That's a good point. That yeah, <laughs> it makes you useful though, doesn't it? At least that can be useful. Yeah, I know it does. It does. So one really awesome thing about our website is if you don't have Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can go to worstpod.com and listen to all our episodes for free. Yeah. See a huge backlog. But also something that's really awesome about our website is if you agree or disagree with us, you could send us a voice message giving us abuse, giving us your thoughts, giving us your opinions, and we'll react to them on the podcast. You can say anything you want. Just anything send us a voice message. We don't care. As long as you agree with me. Anything. So we've actually had our first voice message come through. Would you guys like to hear it? I mean, I haven't heard it yet, so yeah, play it. Sure. So this voice note is from a, a listener called Sierra S. Okay. What do I think? Worst God, definitely that heat's a lot the patchouli, patchouli guy. No sun, no life. Worst decade, yo, Maddie's right. 1340s, that sounds horrible. We're a serial killer. Yo, that fucking Colombian guy. Chilling. Chilling. I've grossed out two people today telling them about that shit. Uh, and there was another one. Ah, worst cult. I only got to Scientology. I didn't finish it. We'll get there. Great job. Love you. You know, I think I agree with all of the choices there. <laughs> yeah, I'm Me inclined too. to disagree. No, Really? Really? Yeah, the plague decade. I'm happy she chose one of mine. The plague decade, 1340s, sounds awful. That was definitely the worst. I think for certain for certain people, the 1910s are definitely the worst. Like if you're living in a fucking like for trench, people who were living in the 1910s, it was probably worse. Yeah. Fuck you. You you <laughs> you listen to the same <laughs> podcast I did. They talk about how the like the soldiers would go from the trenches like back to Paris, and there'd be people just like chilling in the cafes in Paris. Yeah, sounds nice, doesn't it? Yeah, and then not that far away, people are, like, starving to death, like, getting their brains blown out. Yeah, it was awful for some people. For some people. Yeah, for some. Right. For a few. For some. But for the, some. the plague was bad for everyone. Even if you didn't get yeah. it, you had to live in that world. Plague was bad for everyone. You won a worst serial killer and worst god there, John. David Ray Parker was a sick fucking twisted man. I'm, I'm disappointed in Sierra S. And Luis Guerrero was not sick and twisted? Yeah, but he was also bad at being a circular. David Ray Parker yeah. was good He's the worst on so circular. many levels, bro. He's yeah. the worst on so yeah. many levels. I have to agree. Alright, well, I enjoyed that voice message. I hope we get some more. Thank you, Sierra. Yeah, thank you. If you want to leave us a voice message for us to react to and play on air, visit us at worstpod.com. Listen to episodes, send us voice reviews, leave us a review. We'd appreciate it. We would. So what topic are we talking about today? Worst of the web. Worst of the web. What are we talking about worst of the web? Websites? Apps? All of the above? Uh, yeah, I took it as websites and apps, not the not the companies specifically, though there is overlap. I, I think we have room for a separate episode for worst company, and I'm sure they will overlap. So we're discussing worst of the web. You want to go first, Matt? You're a techie guy. You'll you'll you know you you know stuff about websites and shit. I'm a techie guy. Thank you for acknowledging that. 
between the three of us, I think we all agree that when we do worst of the web, it would be too easy to choose something like the dark web or the deep web. That's the obvious candidate. But the dark web and the deep web, you have to make a concentrated effort to get there. Like you don't just stumble upon the dark web. You have to download browsers. You have to know how to access it. Like you have to do your research. That sounds so difficult. How do I do that? I'll, I'll send you a text. I'll send you a text. I've never tried to access the dark web of you. I have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you see some shit? I was in high school and I was trying to see if I could get, I was trying to see if I could get a friend of mine and myself some drugs. Ooh. Do you do that stuff? No. No, but I was young and it was exciting. Yeah. But you have to download a specific type of browser called an Onion browser. So it's not like your Google Chrome or your Firefox. It's like a, a dodgy ass browser. Surely if we can access the dark web, you know, so this, is, this, this is the tricky part. It's like there is no Google for the dark web. There's just like these onion links. So it's basically just like a normal link, but there's no like repository like Google. You just have to be able to know where the links are. Yeah. Like you can't just be like, I want marijuana. I want heroin. You can't just do that. You have to know where the link is. And there are some websites that have links to links to links. It's hard. Like you can't be a monkey and do this. Did you feel like uncomfortable while you were on the dark web? I'd have visions of like, you know, when you see in films and someone does something and then the police just fucking come in, smash through the window. The SWAT team smashes yeah. through the window. Freeze, get on the ground. Did you get the drugs? No, I couldn't find anything. I managed to download the browser, but I couldn't find any sites. And the sites I could find were like just these sad forums, just sad people being sad. I couldn't find any like dodgy shit. So the website that I've chosen is probably the closest thing you could get to the dark web on a normal browser. I've chosen 8chan. Okay. Yeah. So what is 8chan? 8chan? Yeah, I've chosen 8chan. So what 8chan is, 8chan is basically like an image board, like a forum where you can post completely anonymously without signing up. You can post whatever you want without any repercussions, mm -hmm. no supervision, nothing, no moderation. It's completely open for anyone to post completely freely and every post is anonymous every single post is anonymous you could put in a nickname if you wanted but there's no sign up you log in and post and why is this now i was gonna say why is this legal but i suppose the concept in and of itself isn't necessarily insidious is it so the guy that invented it uh let me get his name here frederick brennan he was concerned that the internet had started restricting free speech and even 4chan 8chan's predecessor was starting to moderate posts and take down posts based on what the moderator saw So he saw didn't fit. make 4chan? No, he didn't make 4chan. 4chan is an offshoot because he thought 4chan was way too heavily policed. He was like, no, that's restricting the freedom of speech. So then we can make a website, 8chan, yeah. which gives us this freedom to post anonymously. And I know you're going to get into telling us why it's bad, but do you think Frederick Brennan had like genuinely sincere intentions and is not a bad person? I absolutely do because in 2015, he split up with the guy that he made the website with yeah. and he's been on record saying that he thinks that 8chan should be shut down. He's like, shut that shit down. He's embarrassed of right. the monster that he's created. Yeah. So I think his initial intentions probably were sincere, but he's disgusted with his creation. I like freedom of speech. That's all well and good. But when people are talking about protecting their freedom of speech, it's never because they're saying nice things. Yeah, I want to defend my right to be a racist, sexist, yeah. horrible prick. Yeah. They're getting shut down for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
yeah, free speech is important, but it does seem like there's a point where you're like, what would you like to say, but you can't, you know? Yeah. yeah. But then I suppose you've got to just have standards as a, as a society. Like, yeah, we got freedom of speech, but we don't entertain the people who say. But you see, that was that was something beautiful about 4chan. Even though 4chan was had the same intentions, there was a better community of people on 4chan because they would report dodgy posts to the site admins and then those posts would get taken down, those IP address would get tracked and those people would be banned. So there is like good intentions in 4chan and then 8chan sought to rectify that by giving complete anonymity. Okay, this this Freddie Brennan. How did he not see that coming? You know what I mean? Like he didn't like the fact that people who were doing terrible things on 4chan were getting flagged up. So I'll make a website where they don't get flagged up. But when I see terrible things happening, I want it to be shut down. Like, what? Are you fucking stupid? (laughs) If I'm not mistaken, I think he was quite young when he made the website. Because they made a whole Vice documentary about him ages ago. And he was quite young. So what was that? 2013. So he must have been like 19. And I think he probably... He probably grew up and looked back and was like, oh God, I was young, dumb, and created a monster. Yeah. So so what's so bad about 8chan? Okay, so in August of 2019, there was a mass shooting by a white supremacist at a Walmart in El Paso. Do you remember that, John? 22 people dead. Uh, sorry, there are so many school shoot- so many shootings in, in America. I- you can't keep track anymore. Can't keep track. This isn't this isn't the um one where the children were slaughtered in Texas. This is the this is the year earlier, right? I think so. I think so. This is one where twenty two people died. But the killer posted his manifesto on the HN website the day before he committed the crime. So that manifesto explains and justifies why he did the attack. And it was racially fueled, 100% racially fueled. And then, so I know that the first argument you're going to make is like, what does HN have to do with this, right? What does HN have to do with this? Funny you should ask that, because in March of 2019, before this, a guy named Brenton Torrent, he was an Australian white supremacist that posted a manifesto on HN as well before murdering 50 people at two mosques in New Zealand. Oh yeah, I remember that. You remember that one? Yeah. So there's two serial killers, well not serial killers, mass shooters posting on 8chan right before they commit the crime. Then in April of 2019, a guy named John Ernest opened fire in a synagogue in California and also posted a manifesto on 8chan. But this one, he referred to the previous shooters longingly on 8chan. So he's like basically saying his inspiration for Mm, the crime mm. was these previous 8chan killers. Right. But that's also not the worst part about it is because everyone's anonymous Everyone can say what they want. It's a bunch of racist incels that visit this site. The people responding to these posts are cheering them on. They're literally cheering them on. One guy was even like, hey, try get a high score this time. One guy criticized him, the, the most recent guy, because he only managed to kill one guy. He was like, that's pathetic. How did you manage to shoot up a whole synagogue and only kill one guy? It's a toxic environment where people spur on each other's Dirty fucking rotten desires. It's nasty, bro. It's nasty. Sounds like some kind of internet paradise for psychos. It is an internet paradise for psychos, 100%. But uh, HN doing any interactively encourage that? They're not doing anything to actively encourage it, but by allowing users to have no accountability for their posts and what they say and what they post, they are encouraging it. They're, they're complicit by their lack of action. Are there are there ads on HN? Um, I have, I've never been to 8chan, so... I, You've never been on it? I've never been on it. Have you not been on it? I've been on 4chan when I was in high school. When I'm 4chan in, in high what school. What were you doing on 4chan? What were you doing on 4chan, bro? I genuinely don't remember... Looking up fucking bomb recipes. 
It might have been bomb recipes. I I honestly don't I honestly don't remember. A guy in school told me about it. I remember being underwhelmed. Wasn't enough child porn for you. There wasn't enough child porn. Yeah, I was looking for some. I was looking for some some heavy shit. I had, I had an itch that they couldn't scratch. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Well, HM might be the place, bro. Yeah, I I'll let me let me get back to you. So one of the other problems of being completely anonymous is that you can post whatever you want. So anyone want to take any guesses as to what is rampant on HM? Child abuse shit? Yes, 100%. Yeah. It's a breeding ground for pedophilia, tons of child porn, tons of videos showing disgusting acts towards minors. Which one's your favorite? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Of all the videos you masturbated to on HM, which is the one where you were like, God, why did I do that? Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> so aside from child porn and the spreading of insidious lies. And also a breeding ground for serial killers or mass shooters. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's say let's say some good things about HN for a second. I'm feeling this okay, is very no, hold one-sided. On, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can, you can bring your good things next. There's more. There <laughs> is more. What else is there? So HN often bands together as the amazing community that they are, and they will harass people that they don't like. And when I mean harass... Community is good, though. <laughs> community is good. Harassment is not good. And it this harassment, good. this specific harassment is very dangerous. So I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a term called swatting. No. I have heard of swatting. So what swatting is, like, say, Maddie, let's say you have an opinion that I disagree with. So I, I go on to 8chan. I round up my gang of incels. I'm like, we got to take this motherfucker down. What's an incel? Uh, I guess we're probably going to learn that later, so I'll, I'll leave that for later. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So me and my gang of incels, we decide we need to take this motherfucker down. So what we do is we all file reports to the FBI, to the police, to whatever agency. These cunts are filing reports to the police. These about child you. porn lovers. About you, right? Fuck. To say that you've committed some insidious criminal activity. And you know what happens? The SWAT team comes to your house, kicks down your fucking door, and arrests you. Like, or they just fucking shoot you because you're in America. Or they shoot you because you're in America. John said that proudly. Yeah, you do say that proudly. That's what police should do. Shoot first, ask questions later. It's the price of being free, bro. The government might just shoot you sometimes. So swatting is like some kind of um, like hunting down of people with opinions they don't like. Yeah, they're hunting down. And there are physical, real-life repercussions for swatting. Like any examples? Like having a SWAT team kick but down your fucking door. But that actually to anyone, though? Yes, it happens all the time. It's an does actual it, yeah. problem. It's an actual and, problem. And, and what are the SWAT team kicking your door down for? Like, I know they've all reported you, but like, what have they reported you for? Because so, they're not going to uh, arrest you for an opinion, are they? No, but so they, they they could be things like, oh, he's got a massive uh, sex trafficking ring, or he's got an underground marijuana grow farm. So they just spread a lie about they you. They spread a lie to accomplish their goal. Mm. They also do racist witch hunts. What do you mean a racist witch During hunt? During the 2016 elections, they would harass and target Jewish journalists. And basically, they would have a forum, a thread, a thread where people could post called Where's the Jew? Fuck me. And... Basically, any Jewish people that they knew, they would post the addresses and locations of known Jews so that people could go Ooh. and do what they please with. There was no like, hey, go do this. But it's like, basically, here are the addresses of all the Jewish people in my in, area. In your neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. It's not a good place. Okay. So there was some light and then some darkness. The light was that, like I mentioned earlier, the original founder of the website was like, shut that shit down. He, he knew he knew what he had created, but it did get shut down for two months, and then it moved to 8kun, 
8KUN, and now that's where it currently resides. So the thing is, like a monster beast website or internet community like this, you can shut it down, but it will always evolve into something worse. You can never truly shut them down, and that's probably what makes it the worst. In theory, a forum in which anyone can post anonymously could be used for good things. Like, imagine if we mm-hmm. did live in a fascist dictatorship. 8chan would be really good. Yeah, man. Right now, right now, when things are good, 8chan seems bad, right? But when the government starts telling you what you can and That's cannot true. say, That's true. you're going to wish you're an 8chan around. Yeah, when, when the fucking, when the eye starts watching you. 8chan's going to be good. The revolution could start on 8chan. Is that not true? That is true. So maybe let's revisit this when that happens. But right now, that is not the case. Right now. Right now. Can you only see what's right in front of you, Matt? Can you not look at yes, the bigger picture? Yes, I can see right in front of me there's child abuse, mass shootings, harassment, racism, and targeted swatting. So you have been on 8chan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, look, Bitcoin was used for that sort of stuff too, right? You know, there's utility. No one here is advocating Bitcoin. None of us are crypto nerds. But, that, but the point is it started out for bad stuff. It's got other uses. So then let's revisit this podcast when 8chan is the savior of tomorrow's people, when of tomorrow's children, when 8chan is the savior. <laughs> the savior of tomorrow's children. <laughs> it's not the savior of today's. <laughs> <laughs> not, not today. 8chan is the worst. And I, I don't even need to bring a closing argument. I think I've made okay. myself clear. I've made myself clear. I would like to encourage all of our listeners to go on to 8chan and come back with their feelings. <laughs> Please do. Please make sure to send your feelings to worstpod.com and send it through a voice note. We'll react to it live on the podcast. Unfortunately, my, my thing is a little more specific than 8chan, but it's a very similar. Similar thing? It's a similar idea. Go on. So what's yours then? Uh, so tying it back, Maddie, you asked what an incel was. Yes. So an incel is an involuntary celibate. And the term okay. was actually derived, uh, originated from, from a woman uh, mm-hmm. in Toronto in the 90s. And basically she just couldn't get laid and she created a forum <laughs> for people to, to talk about their, their struggles, right? But aren't incels now predominantly men? Like isn't incel because now the, the common yes. internet lingo would be a femcel. Yes, it's shifted completely from its early days of like, at its core or originally, it just means involuntary celibate. I would like to have sex and I cannot for whatever reason, right? Maybe it's because I'm not conventionally attractive. Maybe it's because I have a disability. Mm -hmm, Maybe it's mm -hmm. because I live on an oil rig, you know, whatever. You want to get laid and you can't. That's the premise. And it's people to come together and commiserate and support each other. The idea is it's a good idea. It's just community of people who are struggling is that what it started out for? Just a community of people who aren't having sex? Yeah, that's that's what it is. I mean, that sounds all right. Yeah, that sounds all right. I mean, people, some not everyone can have sex. Yeah, I mean, look the the um without without diving too deep into like into the topic, the culture around at least in the West around sex and dating, it is fucked up. It is problematic. Just to give you an idea, and this is not at all to like justify incel ideology. But they did a study, um, you know the you know the site OkCupid? A dating site. In twenty fifteen, when they pulled these women, um, they showed them they showed them all these different male profiles, right? What percentage of men were rated as less attractive than average? Um, I'm gonna say it's high. I'm gonna yeah. say it was like over eighty or something. Over sixty. Eighty percent of men were yeah. rated as less attractive than average. That is toxic, wow. isn't it? Yeah. 80% of men. 
poor men. And so they've just found a website to try and give each other some moral support and, you know, help each other out. I don't pull up that statistic to say these men are justified. The dating scene is tough, right, for both sexes. And in theory, these these are men who are looking for support. For whatever reason, they have failed romantically. Okay, so sorry, I know I might have already asked this question. That's what the website is. It's just a website for people who aren't having sex to come and, like, talk and share. Originally. Now, okay. there is a for- the largest incel forum. It's called incel.is. Has moved far beyond this community of lonely men who are looking to, like, find a little bit of joy in their life. Now it's completely devolved into something horrifically toxic women are straight up banned you cannot post if you are a woman you cannot post if you are not an incel you need to be a member now how do you prove you're an yeah, incel how do, how do you prove that you can't have sex how does one prove that I, fuck if i know fuck if i know they do an excellent job now to like try to keep it a close-knit community the point now is not to help men accept and overcome these difficulties the point is to like indoctrinate them and keep them in this in this community of very sad, angry... So it's an echo chamber for sad, lonely men. This study came out just three weeks ago, actually. This was on BBC. They monitored this site. Every 29 minutes, there is some comment about rape on this site. Every 29 minutes. If I'm not mistaken, that's that's why the incel subreddit on Reddit was banned, was because, like you say, it was a community of gents, you know, looking to support one each other, and then it turned into a complete woman abuse forum yeah and you see a similar thing with like the female dating strategy site on reddit what just men hating yeah yeah we create this in group out group right so incels like divide the world into chads who get all the women and there are like stacy's there are all sorts of tiers there's chads and brads and, <laughs> and stacy chads are like what like fucking jocks who chads get all the girls like and muscular that. handsome get all the women yeah. you know they've got everything going for them all right so it's a bunch of jealous bitter fucking sad men but again, yeah, similar yeah, to basically. the arguments against Matt, though, like they would exist without this website. But there have been several mass shootings because of this site. Because of the site. Yeah, people have posted posted manifestos for going out and uh, shooting up parties. There was a party in Santa Barbara in, what, 2013? This guy posted and then he shot up a house party. It's no longer about, hey, like, how do I get women to like me or how do I accept the fact that my romantic life will probably never work out the way I've seen them work out in movies? It's now about like women are the problem. Other men are the problem as well. How do we how do we take what is ours, which is women? They're, they're, they're not people that we need to like improve ourselves so they will they will like us. Right. These are objects we need to take. Right. Yeah. I brought up that OK trend statistic because I feel sorry for these men. Yeah. Initially, no no happy person goes on to this site. I have a question though. So now, 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 if you're an insul, involuntary celibate, and then you happen to get laid, are you no longer an insul? Do you stop visiting those forums? You can't just get laid and be like, wow, everything I thought was a lie. I guess I guess I'm not an insul now. As soon as your dick goes in, you're like, shit. <laughs> wow. No. Wait a minute. The earth is round. <laughs> <laughs> I would think that just contact with decent women would be enough over time to dispel these myths it's pretty hard to be a full-blown misogynist if there are good women in your life you know what i yeah, mean yeah of course you can yeah. look at and be like you know you're okay you're okay and then it just it just goes from there right so i went on to the forum today and then it took you back to the most recent page you visited before 
Yeah. <laughs> I logged into my old account, you know, I, I responded to a bunch of bunch yeah. of messages. It's got remember me, um, like you don't even have to enter the password. Yeah, no, no, yeah. There's no the password's already in there. You are not allowed to talk about romantic attempts. So basically, like if you are an incel and you do get laid, you're supposed to shut up about it because you're rubbing it in, is the idea. It's no longer the original idea. These guys probably would have been thrilled. Hey, I finally got a date, you know? Hey man, good job. You know, take her out to X, Y, and Z place. Like, here's here's something, you know, like it would be a community for support. It's no longer about support. It's about maintenance of this community in which like hate is the is the glue that holds everybody together. The only exemption from talking about sex on this forum is discussion of paid sex. That is explicitly allowed. You could say, oh, I paid for a prostitute the other night and it was great. Let me tell you about it. But you can't be like, I had consenting non-paid sex with a woman who actually yeah. liked me. I've met a woman in work. She's great. I really want to go out with her. Yeah, you know, you can't say that. Okay, so I understand that it's a forum for sad, lonely, bitter men who end up being pieces of shit. But again, it wasn't made as a bad website. Like the website itself is being taken advantage of and used in the wrong way, but it wasn't made to be that. My argument is that it started out, I don't know about this specific incel forum. I don't know how this one specifically started, but the the idea started out as something good. It's been completely co-opted. Even if you don't hate women, right? Even if you are just a normal dude, has trouble with girls, boom, you're an incel. All these negative things are already attached to you. I know people who haven't had loads of girlfriends in their life and they don't hate women. Right, exactly, exactly. But but you still get tarred as an incel and now all these connotations have come with it. It's no longer enough to just be a sad, lonely man. Now you're also a fucking creep. Now you're a misogynist, right? Now you're abusive. I think people who go on to 8chan probably go on to 8chan because they're psychos, like right off yeah. the bat. People who go on to these incel forums, I think most of them are just sad, lonely men looking for friends in a community that, that they cannot find in real life. There's probably a bit of a crossover between 8chan users and incels, though. People who've got a problem with the world and think like it's it's not their fault, you know what I mean? The world's a fucked up place. Um, it is. And this it just is. makes it worse. But it's hard to feel sorry for someone when they're coming out with the shit that these kinds of people are coming out with. Yeah, it takes lonely men who need help. I think I would genuinely say our society does not benefit from writing these people off and it makes them way worse than they were originally. It radicalizes them to become misogynists, to become hateful, spiteful people. There are about 4,000 active members, but it gets 2.6 million visits a month on the site. Wow, that is a lot. Due to popular demand, pedophilia is okay. As long as people are going through or past puberty, it's okay to sexualize them. Everyone who goes on to 8chan knows it's a bunch of fucking gross perverts, right? Yeah, you know, you could theoretically go on to these incel forums and not know what you're getting into. Even now, I, I, read, I, read, I read a study, I have to find the specifics, but the majority of the posts on this forum, at least in the main topics, was not about women. It's about men looking for community. But there are horribly toxic things that do start to drip in and radicalize people. Are there still nice things on there? Yeah. But of course, it, it took me 30 seconds to find 
one post talking about how the guy who shot up the house party in Santa Barbara, he was not really an incel because he was like a half a half breed, I think was the term they used. What is a half breed? Not fully white. I thought you meant something completely different, like he'd had a little bit of sex, but not much. Yeah, that's exactly no, the same. No. Yeah. thought I was, I was like, it's like, yeah, he likes women. Women talk to him, but he's still an insult. Yeah, like- no, way worse than that. Way worse than that. It's gross. You can go in being sad, looking for friends. So this this is a, a radicalizing and distorting website that makes people way worse. Whereas I would argue 8chan is just gross people being gross. They were going to be gross anywhere. I feel like 8chan is where you go after you get radicalized on these incel forums. Incel's the springboard. Incel, incel is like the marijuana, you could say. 8chan is the heroin. Yeah, H is the heroin, yeah. You start off just smoking a doobie, just relaxing. Just chilling out with your friends. And next thing you know, you knee deep in fucking needles and heroin. And child porn. You've been lying in a bathtub for the whole weekend. I think these incel forums are the worst because they radicalize people. HN is just where gross people go to hang out. But incel, these incel forums make more of those people. It creates them. Seems to me like it was just a place where people wanted to give each other some moral support. And a few people said some bad things. And it spiraled out of control. It spiraled out of control. That happens sometimes. The it's unfortunate. The intentions were good. The intentions were good. Originally, yeah. Doesn't that make it more tragic and bad? It makes it tragic, but maybe not the worst, because I feel like the, the goal and the aim of the site is probably still there. Just to help, help a buddy, help a friend. I thought the goal was to help people get out of the lifestyle, but they don't want you to get out of the lifestyle, right? They don't actually want you to get laid. I think it's the center for... I want to say it's the Southern Law Poverty or some some group who's in charge of the sort of thing have labeled these incel groups part of the um I think it was male supremacy right. was the was like umbrella category not not white supremacy but there is quite a bit of overlap at least in my brief ten minute excursion through the forum would show. 10 minutes, you liar. You went right down the rabbit hole. You got lost. You whipped out your credit card immediately. How do I become a premium subscriber? I bought shirts. I bought shirts. You guys are all, <laughs> you, all, you guys are all getting shirts. I wonder if Insult.is will sponsor this podcast. This episode is brought to you by Insult.is. Can't get laid considering shooting up a school? Listen to us. Do you hate yourself and everybody around you? <laughs> <laughs> so why is Insult the worst then? Well, these forums, I'm going to say this this whole forum network is the worst because it radicalizes people. That's why it's the worst. Yeah, you can find even worse stuff on 8chan, but I would think most people go on to these incel forums with not necessarily bad intentions. They're going to find a community that they can't find in the real world, and then they get sucked down the rabbit hole and next thing you know, they are on 8chan looking at child porn and like posting manifestos. But I would argue 8chan doesn't produce more of those people. These incel forums are actively radicalizing people. Your websites are both bad, but I've chosen TikTok. TikTok, as you probably know, is a place where people post short videos, generally like 15 to 60 seconds. Moderated as well. Moderated. TikTok is moderated, yeah. But how is it moderated? So in 2020... The Intercept found internal documents that said the moderators of TikTok needed to suppress posts by users who were too ugly, poor, or disabled. Okay, so they got a standard to uphold. It wants the best-looking people to be posting these videos to get the most viewers so they can get more money from their ads, and that marginalizes people, and it sends out unhealthy images of, you know, 
what your body should look like, how you should behave. And most TikTok users are kids. What they want is for the most good-looking people, normally very young, (laughs) by the way, to be posting videos which are going to get more views by, again, young people. Over 60% of people who use TikTok are under 24. That just makes business sense, doesn't it? Business, and, and that's good, is it? Capitalists always have our best interests at heart. I don't know, man. I feel like they're, they're, they're targeting their demographic market. They know that the children want to see attractive other children. That that seems I harmless. Under, I understand that it's it's a little different in in the UK when you've got like 50 attractive people in the whole country, but in, <laughs> Bro, in America... Bro, you're from the fattest country in the world. <laughs> Stop it. Whoa, no, no. Palau is, the, Palau is the fattest country in the world. We already talked about that. Bullshit. How many Look people it up, live bro. in Palau? There could be one fat family, and that's just changing the numbers. You can't just invalidate the whole country of Palau. The, the proud people of Palau exist. Okay, so you're saying a bunch of kids on TikTok want to have fun. No, I'm not saying a bunch of kids on TikTok want to have fun. And when you say a bunch, by the way, it was the most. it's actually surpassed Google as the most popular website in the world. So a lot of kids want to have fun. Yeah, people love it. People do love it. In particular, young people whose brains aren't fully developed. And they are going onto TikTok and they are watching videos generally of really attractive people doing whatever it is they're doing. And that's creating a negative representation of what you should be. Media's been doing that forever. That's just what it is. And now it's just in a way that kids are able to consume. It's targeted towards them. Hollywood isn't targeted towards children. Let's make something that is. In American media, everyone is good looking unless you're being made fun of. And then you might not be good looking. Yeah, well, in British media, it's slightly different. You aren't intelligent enough to watch unattractive people, unfortunately. And neither are kids. Neither are kids, because they're too young. They're too young <laughs> to understand. So I think that it's toxic in that sense. Uh, and then you also have kids posting provocative content, which is fucking weird. Which which one's the worst of all the provocative content by children that you've watched, Maddie? I know you like to visit incel websites and watch this stuff. I tend to stay away. But I know it exists, and I know that you both know it exists as well. <laughs> no, I have no idea what you're talking about, but continue. It's also, again, on the point that a lot of kids use it. It's bad for attention spans. The fact that it's 15 second to 60 second uh, videos generally is thought to be having a negative effect on a lot of young kids' attention spans. There are also a lot of stupid fucking challenges on TikTok. And again, kids who, you know, are stupider than adults are going on. And seeing this mad shit, there was a Benadryl challenge where kids were taking too many fucking (laughs) pills. So aside from children just wanting to express themselves in a way that they've never had before. Kids express themselves sexually. I'm glad that you're in favor of that. What? So what? Okay. So when, when did you become a Puritan? What? These kids are trying to express themselves. It's not child porn, is it? I think it verges on it. I think it verges on it. It gets in some pretty, um, some gray areas, I would say. TikTok also, like your websites, spreads misinformation, but it does so on a much Mm. bigger scale. So Pizzagate... Um, which you mentioned in the conspiracy episode when the guy went into the pizza place because he thought there was a sex trafficking ring in the basement. <laughs> a hero. Pizzagate hashtags reach 80 million views. QAnon hashtags have reached 50 million views. It spreads misinformation on COVID all the time. It's a hotbed for the spreading of misinformation. And again, like I said just before, on a mass scale. Those things are bad, but does it or does it not provide hours and hours of entertainment for millions of people every day? The average user spends one hour and 25 minutes a day 
on TikTok and opens it seventeen. There's times. twenty-four hours in a day. And one one hour of that. That's not. That's not that bad. It fucking is. That's bad. not that bad. Spending one hour and twenty-five minutes a day just scrolling through short videos. That can't be good for your brain. That can't be good for your brain. And kids' brains aren't fully developed, and oh. they're the ones who are disproportionately using this stuff. I think. I think all of the things you're saying are true. Those are all bad. But it's just. It's just the media at large is bad. Yeah, but if the media is bad and this is where it's getting, you know, a great deal of exposure, that also makes that bad. Oh, it is bad. It is bad. But how many people how many people are getting shot because of stuff people have seen on TikTok? I don't know if people are getting shot because of what they see on a chan or incels or just because they're sick pieces of shit who want to shoot people and that's the website they choose to express themselves because they know that is the mm. forum for people who are like them. TikTok's different. It's got 2 billion downloads worldwide, which excludes Android users in China. And they are going on and seeing, again, you know, 80 million views on Pizzagate hashtags, 50 million views on QAnon hashtags. It's reaching way more people than both of your websites are. And there are also security concerns around TikTok. Can you elaborate? Yeah, you'll probably know more about this stuff than me. But the algorithms that TikTok uses to gather information on people is different to other social media sites. So TikTok not only looks at what you've posted and what you've interacted with, but it also looks at messages that you've sent. It looks at drafts. It looks at stuff that you haven't actually published. Yeah, when you click allow, when you install TikTok, you give it full reign to go through your entire personality based off of your phone. So it's basically Chinese malware. Basically. But what about these kids that are now able to earn an income, a salary, the opportunities it's providing to people? It's got to be a very small number of people who are actually earning money off this shit. And by the way, have you seen these fucking collab houses in LA full of TikTokers? They're absolute dickheads, a lot of them. What, you, you just said a bunch of teenagers live in a mansion doing nothing. Yeah, and a bunch of superficial it. wankers, yeah. Uh, you're jealous that uh, these kids can just have fun, film themselves having fun, and get paid for it, and that makes you angry. Both things can be true. They are pieces of shit, and Maddie's terribly jealous, right? <laughs> Both of those things are true. It's a place where the most marginalized people in society are further marginalized. Normally, the internet doesn't do that. Normally, the internet's a space where people... The, the internet doesn't marginalize anyone? Well, TikTok <laughs> does. TikTok does. But no, normally, open source forums in a place that don't marginalize people tiktok does open source forums where they say hunt the jew freedom of expression bro freedom of expression so freedom you know expression. what i mean let these kids you're free express to go themselves. on there let these kids express themselves bro sexually you know, sexually uh, they're not having sex on tiktok they're not allowed you know what one thing on tiktok is there is no explicit sexual content allowed on tiktok but you know where it is allowed Explicit is the key word in that sentence because you know as well as I do. There's some shit on there that is in a gray area and Bro, you know if, it's sexually provocative. If you're attracted to fucking cactuses... That's on you, bro. You could post a fucking video of a cactus. It might I'm not, not talking be about cactuses. I'm talking about young girls dancing in fucking revealing cloven. And, you know, it, it, okay, it's not so, good. So, it's not so good. MTV. So you're just saying MTV. So you're no, saying 
MTV at least are over fucking 18. Do you know that for a fact? I mean, I don't watch it. Do you watch MTV? I don't think MTV exists anymore, but I, that's... Maddie just doesn't like the temptation. Maddie wants to rid the world of these... <laughs> TikTok's fucking bad. TikTok's bad. It's been banned by India. The US almost banned it. The US Navy and military have banned it because they know that it's, it poses security concerns. It's a favorite route for hackers. Hackers love it because they basically send users a text message that then allows them to access their accounts. And mm. again, kids are idiots, so they are more susceptible to this stuff. It collates data that you created or wrote but didn't even share, which is terrifying. I think we have a question here of scale versus depth, right? Because I think people get have gotten killed over Matt and my sites. Because of the site. Because of the site, though. Yes, Yes, because of the sites. And in relation to and by provocation from the site. There is there is encouragement. So TikTok is owned by China and it is legally required to submit information to the Chinese government if asked. Why don't you like China, Maddie? What's wrong with China? It seems like you just don't like China and Chinese people. No, I, I, if it was legally required to submit information to the US government, I wouldn't be comfortable with that either. Tell me more about these TikTok houses. It's just full of dickheads, bro. Just absolutely full of dickheads. Sounds interesting. Yeah? Do you want to live in one? So what you're saying is I would just have to film myself being a dickhead for 15 seconds and I get to live in a mansion with my close no, mates bro. and get fucked up? TikTok's for attractive people. Maddie's already said TikTok's for attractive people. Thank you, John. You beat me to it. That's very rude. I don't think our listeners approve of that. But okay, whatever. These collab houses are <laughs> full of dickheads, bro. And that's what and, and that's what TikTok's full of. Stupid, superficial cunts. I get a mass, mass exposure to young people, to the young people of this world, and getting in their heads. It's not good. It's not good for anyone. Except for them cunts in the collab houses. Well, except the other the, the, those C words in the collab houses. C words, you fucking Christian. <laughs> those C words over there. Those those those, those naughty little C words in the collab houses, but also the people that are consuming their content. If they're getting 80 million views an episode. 80 million views on a Pizzagate hashtag. 80 million people are watching and there must be enjoyable content. People are finding an outlet, bro. If adding a Pizzagate hashtag to one of our WowPod posts got 80 million views, you know you would add Pizzagate hashtag. 100%. I have integrity. Very little, very little. So TikTok sounds like a bunch of kids having fun. A bunch of kids... Having fun watching each other, it's harmless. It's not harmless. It's harmless. It's no. bad because it's so popular, right? If it wasn't so incredibly popular and addictive, people wouldn't people would forget about it, right? Yeah, that's like saying heroin would be fine if no one used it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so TikTok is bad because it's because of the malware and the misinformation and the child sexuality. And the decreased attention spans and the stupid fucking dangerous challenges. And I think it's the worst website. Thanks for listening, guys. If you want to get in touch with us, if you didn't hear earlier, we have a website. Go to worstpod.com, leave a review, leave us comments, and best of all, you can send us voice messages giving us your abuse, giving us your thoughts. Please let us know. Visit worstpod.com to get in touch with us. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Bye. Bye.